Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Get your free audio book download and a 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com forward slash necessary blackness. There are over 180,000 titles to choose from. You can access it from your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. I would like to give thanks to the ancestors, known and unknown, those who have paved the way for us to survive this moment of time and to have a reference point to use as a blueprint to deal with these hellish times we are living in. I would also like to give honor and reverence to the woman of the universe for your superior work, for bringing forth the spiritual information through the triple stage of darkness of your womb and giving birth to God. We would like to give reverence to the universe and praises to the indigenous. My name is Raheem Shabazz, and this is Necessary Blackness Podcast. Necessary Blackness Podcast, every Wednesday at 6 p.m. with award-winning journalist and filmmaker Raheem Shabazz. This podcast is only for those who are unapologetic because the mind of the conscious man or woman recognize no monopoly on truth. Truth is relative and always to be sought. Empowered Black Family, this is your host Raheem Shabazz and we are here for another episode of Necessary Blackness Podcast and I have a special guest on the phone with me today and he is the founder of the National Office of Cultural Affairs as well as the managing editor and staff writer of the 5% newspaper. In addition to that, he is one of the individuals that was the catalyst to the 50th anniversary of the 5% Nation at the Apollo Theater. Let me say that again, and let me repeat. It was at the historical Apollo Theater. 
up in the holy city of Mecca where knowledge and wisdom of the original man began. And for those that don't know, that is Harlem. And the individual we have on the line is Born King. How you doing, my brother? Peace, Raheem Shabazz, my man, my brother. God, I'm good, man. So happy to be on the line with you today. Um, before I get started about me, I just want to go ahead and give you the five-star salute, you know what I mean, for providing, you know what I'm saying, uh, um, an information, a vehicle where information can be shared with the people because it's much needed. We are in some dangerous times, my brother, so I appreciate you and thank you. Absolutely. This is what we do as a said person at Ability. We do our best to bring the knowledge to our people. And speaking of knowledge, we are going to go into today's degree. Because today's date, according to the Western Man Society, a European calculation of time, history, era, and event, is the 25th, which we represent in the supreme language of the supreme mathematics as being wisdom, power, or being born to God. And the God-born king, is Allah, is going to break that down for y'all. Well, just to keep everything simple, wisdom, power, manifesting the reality of God is just the expression through the word traveling at 1,120 feet per second. That's the wisdom of the power that exists within each and every one of us, black man, woman, and child, to manifest the reality of God through the sound that comes out of our voice. So that is natural and it's actual because that is who we are as black men. You and I, Raheem, came up through, this, through the years, months, and days of us knowing each other. And for us, it's very commonplace to know and to say to people that the black man is God. It's very natural because we know that power of God that exists within ourselves. The problem is, is that 85% of the world does not know that this is the truth. And therefore, if they don't know that the black man is God and that that's the truth, then something else has them captivated when it comes to God. And that is what leads us to our theme for the day, which is power, prison, and persecution. Now, before we get all the way deep into our subject matter, I just have some initial questions that I want to ask you because I want people to understand you being the founder of the National Office of Cultural Affairs. They need to know what is the whole function of the Office of National Cultural Affairs. And as the founder, what was your biggest struggle in being the founder and where we at with this organization today? And I know that's a lot, so you can just break it up while you're answering it. Okay, so just to keep it real simple, the National Office of Cultural Affairs is a professional office that was created by myself and my co-founder, Powerful Ruler Nation of Law, to serve as an intermediary between the Nation of God, the Criminal Justice Agency, Police Department, and courts all over the country in regard to the question of who and what is the Father's sent, who and what is the Nation of God's and Earth, what we stand for, what we won't stand for, and it was created so we could break free of the persecution that we are still suffering from <laughs> as of July 25th, 2018. All right, that leads me to my next question. What success have the National Office of Cultural Affairs got since the implementation of the organization? Okay, so as a professional office, the hardest thing that we really had to go through was being accepted by a government bureaucracy who previously did not even want to honor our existence as an independent entity existing within a country that denied our existence as, as the 5% or as the nation of God's and earth. You got to understand that government agencies promote their dominant culture outlook that anything not approved through their Judeo-Christian religious system when it comes to God has to be rejected. And so the hardest thing that we had as a professional office to get past was just being able to enter that arena to become freedom fighters for our people. But as, as we conquered that stumbling block, what we created was a stepping stone for our brothers in the interior cipher of prison to now have an outside representation through a professional office that would allow them 
you know, to arm themselves with the correct knowledge, wisdom, and understanding to step into that courtroom and accomplish freedom on our terms. So when it comes to our victories, right now we're counting 16, and I'm working on 17 and 18. What am I talking about? Well, we got to start with the intelligent Tyreek case that took place in New York City. And for a lot of people, even amongst our nation, this was the first time that they saw us challenge the government in a legal setting, right? You, you hear me, Raheem? Absolutely. So when you enter into the arena, the courthouse, or the courtroom, you got to understand the science of that room. And you got you to gotta know who your opposition is, and you got to know who you are. Because if you don't, somebody who went to school for 12 years might break you down on that witness stand and your ultimate goal of freedom might not be achieved. But through the intelligent Tyreek case, kind of like accomplished our goal because we won. And I know you are very familiar with, you know, taking on the bureaucracy of, of the criminal justice system and the Department of Corrections because they are all oppressive facet of the government that works to suppress, repress, and persecute anybody who stands up and has the courage to say that the black man is God. Now, that's very important that you said that, and I love the way that you ended that, brother, because myself being incarcerated in the belly of beast for six years, I wish that there was a professional organization that was available at that time because you and I know, and we both was doing this together, I filed a lawsuit in 1994 when I was being uh, persecuted by these devils. And the only reason why I lost my case, which I really didn't lose because they used it in several other cases, was that by the time my case was being heard, I was already home in the free cipher. So the judge said that my case was mute, you know. And I, yo, I am so thankful that there was other brothers such as um, the brother that you just named and, and a few other brothers and Lord Natural. Lord Natural Self. Yeah, shout out to Lord Natural Self Alarm. Me and him was together fighting the devil in the belly of the beast. And they was able to take that foundation and build on it and bring the victory home. And as a result of that, Born King was able to establish this organization and bring home 16 wins, working on 17 and 18. So for that, God, man, we are very thankful. And um, as you know, I wanted to do this interview a long, long time ago, but the timing is always right, and we are here. So I have a few more questions I want to ask you. Before you ask me the next question, my brother, let me just... um. Let me just add on to, to the information that was just shared because it's very important, right? Because nothing happens in the vacuum, right? Absolutely. So we all um, are a product of our, of, our, of our brothers that came before us, regardless to what um, particular struggle, because the struggle continues, right? So it doesn't matter what the particular struggle was, right? Um, as we enter into it and we bring our own unique energy to that particular struggle, which is common to us all, what we do is we learn from the mistakes of others so that our successes can be multiplied. And so at the end of the day, the Nation has filed his case. But Todd was one of the first cases that I ever read, but he came at it from a religious perspective. And so what we learned was we learned how to fight within the boundaries of a large mathematics, right? Where we never had to submit, you know what I'm saying, to playing by the devil's rules because his rules are made to be broken by God because God is not held subject, you know what I'm saying, of the devil's manifested authority, you know what I'm saying, through his 6,000-year rule on the planet. We're not held subject to that because we were before and we will be after that end. You know, they found me guilty of being God. And because they found me guilty and stripped me of all of the small freedoms that I had within the confines of <clears throat> their prison bars, walls, and fences, I chose to take Article 78 as my path to freedom. Now, I won my Article 78. What I discovered through my victory is this. I spoke about I have the inalienable right to love and honor God from the perspective of the proper sent nation of gods and earths, and it doesn't matter what the government says about it. 
Never once did I use the word religion because I said that we are God free from religion because God himself, almighty God of law, gave us a God-centered culture and taught us to reject all religion. You know what I'm saying? As individuals living out the culture of our God, because why would God need a religion? Religion is the middleman that the European man and the other man uses because he can't, he's not directly connected to God. As the black man, woman, and child is the indigenous people of the planet, we have a direct connection to God because if you are a woman and a child, God is the father of that whole universe. Just as the sun is the foundation of the solar system, so is the son of man the foundation of his system of man, woman, and child. And so we have a direct connection to God. The thing was, is we forgot that connection. That connection was disrupted, you know, through slavery. Absolutely. But when the Lord came on the set and he gave us back our forgotten knowledge itself, right? That means that he personally, God returned and personally gave us the knowledge of self, which for the black man is the knowledge of God, and for the black woman is the knowledge that she is the earth, and for the black child that he will be God or she will be the earth when they grow up. And so at the end of the day, when I applied my Article 78 and told them that I'm, I'm free from religion and I'm free from their persecuting me, they couldn't deny me. So I beat them. The Attorney General forced the Department of Corrections to reverse all guilty charges against me. And at, from that point forward, I could have my lessons, I could wear my flag, I could do whatever I wanted to do. But see, the problem was that they transferred me 13 times. In every place they, that they put me, I set up classes, I set up education. You know what I'm saying? Health, the cat, you know what I'm saying? Communications, economics, right? And then they said, get him out of here. That was the biggest mistake. Because once they let me go, I understood that I had to come back in. But I couldn't come back in as a prisoner. I had to come back in as a freedom fighter. Mm. So that's the point where I realized my power, right? Because my power was manifested even through the persecution. So it is because I was persecuted personally, because I felt the pain. You understand what I'm saying? I know what it is. That 60 months, I know what that is. I know what that feels like. But this is beyond feeling. This is about the proper application of intelligent information that allows a freedom fighter to be well-armed so when he steps into that courtroom, even though he hasn't been through that 13 years or 12 years of school, that he could defeat that prosecutor, that attorney general in a limitation of time. And so you're right. I, I have to really recognize everybody who filed cases. And this is this is really going to sound tough, but they use the names of my brothers who they defeated. But brothers like myself who won. You don't hear my name being brought up, even though I'm in I'm in the law book. But they won't say my name because I'm a winner. And they don't want the people to think that we have the ability to beat them. But we always had the power to beat them. Absolutely. The thing is, is that we just didn't we just didn't believe it for those who believe. And for those of us who know, some of us just don't know that we have the power to destroy him in one day. And it's that day that we stand up and fight back is the day we can defeat him. And for those that are just joining us, I am speaking to Born King Allah, and we're talking about prisons, power, and persecution. And many of y'all know, and there's a few of y'all that don't know, that the nation of gods and earth at one time was deemed a gang within the correctional facility. And at this time, unfortunately, myself as well as Born King was incarcerated and me and the guard used to correspond all the time. And it was very few of us, because remember, many shall come and only a few should be chosen, that actually stood up and went head to head with this beast. Because at that time, if you was found with lessons, if you was found building, if you declared yourself as a black man and as God, you was put in segregation. And I was put in segregation at least 10 times over these lessons until I began to fight back and file lawsuits. I was uh, transferred. And this was going on with a lot, a lot of brothers. But it just so happened that during the end of my 
my stay, I was able to get up out of there. And um, the brothers brought home the victory by continuing that fight. And that fight continues today in different states throughout the um the United States. So for those that don't know, let us know some of the states now that recognize the nation where we are able to have our parliaments, where we are able to have our flag as well as our lessons. So to be clear, we we now count 16 states that have been free from theological discrimination and persecution because we say that the black man is God. 16 states we have free. And, and you know, I really got to speak to um, the Panatoy case, which is my man, Star Mel, you know, who's right now, you know, really working hard to become a lawyer. You Peace know, to the God. Um, absolutely, God. I mean, he's top of his class. He's rocking and rolling. And the reason why his case is so important is because the New York State, with the intelligent Tyreef case, it buckled under the court of public opinion, right? Because you got to understand, first of all, they couldn't, they couldn't believe that we fought the way that we fought and that we won. And because we won, they still, they still wanted to be devilish about it. So they put pressure on the judge, and, and the judge then allowed the Department of Correction to write these protocols, which then neutralized our court victory effectively. And so because the National Office of Cultural Affairs was co-founded by myself and Powerful Ruler Nation just prior to the Intelligent Top Reef case, we were already prepared, right? Because that's why, I, that's why I sent the idea of the professional office to Powerful Ruler Nation, who then drew up a wonderful um, template for it. And so then I introduced it. Um, at a law school in Mecca, and I had all the great minds, you know what I'm saying, come together, and I let them know that this is how we're going to be moving forward, you know what I'm saying, fighting for our freedom, right? And so the fact that we were prepared when the, when the, when the illegal protocols was written, I just came, I sent them um, a package, right, um, that, that showed them how to honor, you know, the package contained our honor days, but this was the first introduction for them, right? Well, now they had to bear witness to the father's physical, February 22nd. They had to bear witness to the show and prove June 13th. They had, to show, they had to bear witness to our family day in the last week of August. And they had to bear witness to our day one, October 10th, right? And so being a professional office, I put this paperwork together and I, and I made sure that they received it because we used to meet them at the uh, at the Harlem State Office building when the Department of Corrections was was there. Yeah, I remember that. You know what I'm saying? We went up, you know what I mean, God. So at that point now, now we are influencing a bureaucracy that denied our existence, right? But now has to bear witness. That's power. Right? Power's ability is is force, but it's an ability to create change and to do work that needs to be done to move your people's agenda forward. More so than our people's agenda is, is our people's freedom to love and honor God free from persecution, right? Absolutely. So once we hit them with the paperwork, right, now we can hold them accountable because now they have a, uh, a template that must be followed. That meant that all the guards that were in their care, custody, and control must now be given days off from work, right, on the father's physical, they got to be, if they want to, if they want to fast, they got to be, they got to, you know, congregate. That means they have to be able, the Department of Corrections must allow them to come together. You know what I'm saying? To honor that particular day. And because of the, because of the illegal protocols, for 10 years, they denied the guards that ability. But guess what, Raheem, I never stopped. And when I got them to bear witness to it 10 years later, it's because we threatened them with another lawsuit. And then we had to... God, we had to actually live out that threat, and that's where the Star Mel a law case came from. That's where the Ricky Panatoy case came from. Because providing good orderly direction to your brothers gives you the ability to just keep the wheel moving, the wheel that was already made, off the backs of all of those who came before us in this particular legal struggle. And so it was 10 years later where Star Mel is in prison now. I'm out here, 
Now off the coast affairs has been rocking and rolling. And, and when we hit them this time, we hit them and we challenge the veracity of their protocols and then charge them with dereliction, legal dereliction, because they didn't follow the judge's mandate that we should be free and we should be given equal treatment according to law. See, I used to say equal treatment under the law. Now I say equal treatment according to law because we're not under anything. And you know, the great thing about it is that most people would have gave up, that you kept the fight and you kept the struggle going. And just like John Henry Clark said, we have to fight until hell freezes over. And then after that, we got to fight these beasts on the ice. And this is no easy fight because what they will try to do is pacify you, which is what they try to do with me. They said, okay. They see that the judge was siding. And in my case, they said, all right, he's allowed to have his lessons but he can't have his lessons outside of his cell and he can't display his flag. You know, we wasn't going for that. You know what I mean? So we had to continuously, continuously fight them. And then the hardest part was trying to explain all of this to my lawyers and telling them how to move and navigate. And I had too much on my mind because I was like, man, I'm trying to fight this. I'm trying to prepare to go home. So that's why, brother... I salute you for starting this organization and um, for it to be so many years and it's still in existence and it's still fighting for those that are being uh, persecuted behind bars. And that's what we're talking about today. Prison power and persecution, prison bars and freedom. You know, I just wanted to say that, that the struggle continues, right? And mm -hmm. so if we're not aware that we in a fight, it's almost like we don't, we not, if we're not aware that somebody's given a green light to murder us at will, if, if we're not aware that somebody has declared war on us, and so every time one of our young is shot dead in the street, or somebody stabbed on a train, or somebody's throat is slit on a train, if we're not aware that we are at war, then we is like the three blind mice. And so that's why the three Ps is very important, because the power allows me to have the longevity. Because I know the struggle continues. This is not um, a microwave battle. This is a battle that's going to take years, months, and days. And even when I'm no longer here, this professional office will continue as an entity because it is, it is now an institution. Because it serves the people. I am a servant of my people. You understand what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, we are up against our biological enemy, who by any and all means operates to keep us within a prison. And I'm not just talking about the prisons that they built, that they call prisons. America has been our prison since we were brought over here. Absolutely. And so the same struggle that we see happening in the prison is happening um, out here in the free cipher. Uh, just on uh, 525-18 in Albany, there was a drug bus whereby they called the drug bus Operation Cryptic Cipher. And they called it Cryptic Cipher because out of the 13 people who they arrested, two had names that they said associated them with the 5% Nation of Guards and Arts. So they came on television and they said, oh, the 5% gang. And so I, as the direct executive director of the National Office of Coastal Affairs, had to really send the attorney general a letter. And I had to send the attorney general a letter to refute the claim of the press release office of the Attorney General and of the Albany Police Department and to hold the news reporters responsible for the disinformation that they were putting out about our nation because two people happened to be involved in drug dealing. And what I explained to them was that if a Catholic priest rapes a child, which they seem to like to do a lot, nobody says Catholicism is a pedophile gang. Now, what we're saying in, in that regard, right, is that I want equal protection. So if you protect Catholicism from the crimes of the actual priests of that church, but you still protect Catholicism, you say it's an above-board, wonderful religion. You're not going to denigrate my God-sending culture because two individuals on some very low level happen to have some drugs. The only reason why I brought that up is because I, I wanted to bring it to this year. The same power 
to fight against persecution that we apply in there, I apply it out here as well. What we're going to do, yes. Born King, real quick, we're going to go to a commercial break. And when we come back, right, I want you to continue this conversation, right? And then that's going to lead us to another conversation about those that use God-centered culture names but are not a part of the nation of gods and earth and why they must be refudiated for the things that they do when they try to use our name to shield their dirty religion. So we're going to take a break, and we're going to come back with Born King, and he's going to explain that and then some more. This is Raheem Shabazz of Necessary Blackness Podcast, and I'll see you on the other side. Yo, check out the award-winning docuseries Elementary Genocide. This docuseries provides a critical expose of mass incarceration, the war on drugs, and the connection between slavery, capitalism, and the prison industrial complex. This docuseries features Dr. Umar Johnson, Dr. Boyce Watkins, Dr. Francis Cress Welsing, Killer Mike, David Banner, Professor James Small, Kaba Kamene, and so many other people. Check out Elementary Genocide, the school to prison pipeline, Elementary Genocide 2, the Board of Education versus the Board of Incarceration, and the latest installment. Elementary Genocide 3, The Academic Holocaust. It's all available now at elementarygenocide.com. Tune in for the drop. I am Dr. Kira Taylor, and when I'm tired of listening to fake news, I will listen to some real news, and I will check into the Necessary Blackness podcast with my friend Raheem Shabazz. Raheem Shabazz is one of my guys from way back, and you're now listening to his show, Necessary Blackness Podcast. Stay tuned. This is a cool up cultivated roots media, and I choose to tune into Necessary Blackness because staying connected to my blackness is very necessary. Yo, that's what I'm talking about, man. You'll hear it here first. <laughs> now, our feature presentation. Peace and Black Power family. This is your host, Raheem Shabazz, and we just come off of our commercial break. We just took a real quick commercial break. And before we went on that break, Born King was explaining a situation where individual got arrested and just because he had a name that was perceived to be a righteous name or attribute that belongs to those that are members of the five percent nation of gods and earth automatically in mainstream media and uh those who are open enemy perceived him as being one of us and called us a gang so born king was explaining that and um that was uh when when that situation happened born king uh that was five um i addressed them on 52518 um, okay as i'm looking at the letter so it happened earlier this year uh january march april it probably happened in april or late may all right so that's that, -May. that yeah. yeah so that's something that's recent and we have something that's going on now that is recent as that and uh, this situation is involving um, Star from the Star uh, in the Morning Show and Charlemagne, uh, who he called out for recent allegations that surfaced of him allegedly um, raping a female. And uh, Star was trying to hold certain individuals and people to the fire for them to denounce Charlemagne the God, and he wanted to know. Why haven't the Nation of Gods in Earth spoken out? And if Charlemagne is a member of the Nation of Gods in Earth? Um, when I listened to the interview, I thought it was clout chasing and click baiting. For the simple fact is, Charlemagne did an interview with the VOD. And um, they asked him, where did he get the name Charlemagne from? And this is his direct quote. He said, I call myself Charles because I didn't want the people who bought crack for me to know my real name. And when I was in high school, I read a history book of Charlemagne, which is French for Charles the Great. I added the God. I added God because it sounded cool. And I spelled Charlemagne wrong because I didn't know the correct spelling of it. So that was his explanation why he has the name God. You know, you have um, individuals that take on these names that are not a part of the Nation of Gods and Earth. Star went on to um, 
address individuals and um call out the nation of gods and earth and ask us why we didn't uh refudiate Charlemagne and if Charlemagne was actually a member of the nation of gods and earth. And I can go on record and tell you that um he has spoken about him coming into the knowledge of self from reading books. Uh, one of the books was I Kill from Niggas to God. But at no time have he ever professed to be a member of the Nation of Gods and Earth. And I personally haven't seen him at no rallies. I haven't seen him at no show and proves. And he doesn't speak the universal language of my father. So, Born King, I want you to address that situation. What are your thoughts on that? So, um, I'm going to address this. And the first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to tell Star, like, listen, man, stay in your lane. Don't ever get on no public radio system, your little podcast, whatever, talking about you giving the nation God Earth 24 hours to do anything. You out of order. First of all, you acting like the police act. Somebody does something because he had God in his name. Now you want to paint the whole nation with a broad brush of the actions of an individual? Listen, man, we don't play that, man. I'm not, I'm not fitting to go. That, nothing that starts to have anything to do with this nation. And so this is how I'm going to address it. We, we are completely divorced from the whole thing. Now, when you talk about clout chasing and clickbaiting, I know what Star's up to. What he wants to do, he wants to play off that damn bada. Um, Zulu Nation. Nation you understand? But see, that's not our situation. That's completely different. He was. I, I heard him talk about, oh, I jumped in their ass. And that. Listen, my man, you can't do nothing with us. First of all, you out of order. Second of all, Charlemagne is not us. Ain't never been us. And regardless of that fact, in 2018, you should know better. He, you talk, you know, start talking about this. At one time, he had studied the lesson, but he ain't never said he was God. You know how many people was influenced by this nation? The world. So if somebody was influenced by this nation and did something wrong, how is you as another black man going to then try to tell the entire nation they got 24 hours to answer to who? You? Or <laughs> you going to do what? Nothing. That's what you going to do. And, and let me just say this. Let me just say this, man. Look, man, we are legally tired of people trying to put our our good name in bad activity. Legally tired of it. And because we're legally tired of it, I have a professional office to address those situations and circumstances. So I'm not fitting to be explaining myself to him or the government or the Department of Correction or anybody. Because the power that I have is the power of self-definition. And everybody knows, and even Star knows, that we could never be washed up. So you asking these stupid asinine questions about, oh, is the nation of God's earth washed up? A bunch of old people that all he's trying to do is clickbait. He's trying to sensationalize an, an, an incident that got nothing to do with us from an individual who got nothing to do with us. He's trying to get attention. Absolutely. So he got the attention. And the attention is this, man. Stay in your lane. Keep our name out your mouth. You understand? Absolutely. This is a righteous nation. We all God all the time over here. We not part time. All the time God over here. If Star wanted to really find out the truth before he even went on the air, he has individuals that he could have contact and everybody knows. All you have to do is go to 21, 7th Avenue to a law school in Mecca and he would have got his answer. Even more than that, DX21... Who used to give the day's mathematics on 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 that show? You know what I'm saying? Is the one that who contacted me in regard to it. You know what I mean? So I kept getting these texts about oh stars saying we got to, man. Listen, man. <laughs> we we don't listen, man. Listen, man. Just put it like this: you can't strong arm the true and living God, and eat, you know what I'm saying? A weak man can't strong arm God. So now you 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 in the heavens? You know what I'm saying? As an earthly, you know what I'm saying? Thought trying to Command the gods. Stop playing with yourself, man. You heard me. Star should come to the parliament. <laughs> you want nah, to address the nation? Because Star don't want the truth. Nah, he All ain't Star wants is clickbait. He wants clout. See, this is what we're saying. We're giving too much importance to an individual who's chasing attention. 
See what I'm saying? What I do is I shut them up and shut them down. Because I understand that by shutting them up and shutting them down, I'm manifesting the power of the truth to conquer the lie. Because listen, two things can happen, man. Either the lie keeps running and gets to the people before the truth does, or the lie gets confronted by the truth. I'm the truth confronting the lie. And that means I got to confront the liar, right? Absolutely. Because the lie is the one carrying the truth. And so God, when, when, the, when the truth of God Mr. the lie, the liar, the lie gets crushed in a limitation of time. And we ain't going to lose no more time talking about that dude or, or Charlemagne because that ain't got nothing to do with this nation, man. We about power. You understand what I'm saying? Manifesting the power to get the power to the people because it's all power to the people. Not this whole science of conquering the divide, the carrot in the stick. Let me do this for ratings. Let me do this for money to regain. Nah, man, I'm a freedom fighter. I don't like to say this, man, but I do this for free, man, because I'm free in my culture. I don't get no money for this. You know, all the work that I do and the time that I put into this work that I do, nobody pays me, man. So I don't got time for that nonsense. So we're not going to lose no more time talking about that, man. Let's get it on. For those that are just joining us, that's the God born King Allah shutting it down as he always do. So we're going to move right along, but before we do that, I want to say this to my people, that we are the peace with the magnetic attracting the peace without. Our duty is to teach those who are uncivilized civilization. So there is going to be many people that come amongst us that have shady character, that has a lack of knowledge of self, and our job is to bring them into the knowledge of self. And with these teachings, we have saved many lives. In fact, my life personally has been saved from these teachings. And for those that know me, my supreme bloodline can be traced back to the holy city of Mecca, which is Harlem, where I was taught at and I was brought up under the tutelage of brothers like Born King Allah. Brothers like Sincere Allah and Firstborn Prince and many other brothers that are too numerous to name. So when y'all be like, yo, Ra, you got that fire spirit, this is where I get it from. So Born King, um, we don't have that much time left. Uh, in closing, I want you to talk about the historical moment for the 50th anniversary. What was that like for you? What was that like for the nation? And what is next on the agenda? Because that right there, I don't know what can be done to top that. But I know as a nation, we keep growing and we keep doing things bigger and better. So tell me about that moment. Okay, so I just really, you know, when it comes to the manifestation of the black man being God, I just knew that on our 50th, because, you know, 50 is... is is a momentous year, right? So when you reach 50, right, as a people, right, trapped in a country that, that, that denied your very existence, right? But at 50, as a young nation, trapped in a country that we have influenced and that we've literally taught the human families of the planet Earth because you've got to know this, right? And just like the young who might be hearing about us for the first time or maybe their uncle or their brother's cousin, had knowledge back in the day. Just remember, man, that we made things right and tight in the black community. We brought peace and power. In our golden era, we were the power and force in the black community, and we are power and force for good. And at the end of the day, when we bonded the knowledge itself with music, we let the world know that the black man is God and the white man is the devil. And that shit went all the way all over the world, in China and everywhere. But because those who have the power didn't want the fact that the black man being God being spread all over the world, which it already did because it came through the music of brothers like Rock Kim and, and Big Daddy Kane and, 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 and the many others. Brand Nubian, poor righteous teachers. Absolutely, God, we can name them all. And, and the reason why that happened, right, is the reason why gangster rap happened, which is the reason why gangs are now in, in the city of the God. Because Mecca, Harlem, is the city of the gods. But the reason why gangs are there now is because the gods was there and the white man paid for a different message. See, our message was love. Love is the message. That was the message of the gods. The, the, the message of the gods is the black man is God, 
Love your black women. Love your babies. Support your community. Teach the truth. Destroy the lie. And understand that that white man is your devil. And he is biologically your enemy. And he will seek to kill you in every area of people activity. Mm. So the white man paid for a different message. He went to the West Coast. And then when he paid for that message, those rappers then brought their message of gangsterdom to the East Coast. And that's in, in between all that, you know, they hit us with the germ warfare, with the AIDS. They hit us with the chemical warfare, with the crack. Because you got to remember, this is our era now. Mm-hmm. Because they wanted to defeat that mentality, that, that thorough, powerful, undefeatable mentality, God. And actually, what they wound up doing is that they made the knowledge of self corny. When, when Ice Cube and them was in that movie, and he said, yo, man, what you trying to do? Teach that knowledge to self, man? He said, nobody don't want to hear that because you want to know why? Because the knowledge itself is the only thing that's going to save us. I can't get past the fact that we have intellectuals with, with, with master's degrees that wrote 21 books that are black like you and me, Rob, but they still telepathically communicate with a mysterious unseen being in the sky. Hmm. But they're the most logical thought-provoking people on the planet. Something is disconnected. And so the greatest power is the power of God. And so the only reason why I talked about the music is because you asked me about the 50th year anniversary. And so for the 50th year anniversary, remember, five is power. We is the power to cipher because God's cipher is divine. He is the ultimate power and force of the universe. And so to honor the nation that my father built, I had to come up with an idea that was so monumental that most people would say, y'all can't do that. But guess what? We did it. And I really want to thank my brothers, man, you know what I'm saying, who put up that master, God, because it took a lot. You hear me, Rob? I know, I know, I know. (laughs) If you don't understand what it takes to get the Apollo Theater, go try and do it yourself. Master Lord, Shabu, be a law, a law intelligent. You understand? We didn't ask the nation for a donation. We didn't ask nobody for no money. I had the idea. I got the I got the investors together, and we made it happen. And and what what we made happen was this, God. Every rap artist that we could think of, that we could communicate with, that ever you know had an inclination toward this nation, and said peace or power. Like you remember when Raw and them had the flag when Big Daddy Kane had the jacket with the flag when um Son. Yeah, that was the that was the mid eighties, you know. I was there. God, so I God, listen, man. And they didn't, yo, God. We paid God. We had God. We had Erica Badu, man. Are you kidding me? Erica Badu, BJK Slay, Pat Poops, Remy Ma. This that was her first show since she had came home. God, Roxanne Shante. Listen, man. I went and got everybody that I could, and you know. Half of those artists had never been on the Apollo Theater stage before, God. And so even though we don't really even get the proper recognition for doing what we did, that's not what we did it for. We did it because we wanted to honor our nation and we wanted to honor our father, almighty God of law, who I got to say, man, in the era of America's assassination policy, which is was another black man that was assassinated, man. Mm-hmm. June 13th, 1969. Because let me tell you something, God. He, he opened the seventh field, God. The same way the Christians talk about Jesus is coming back. Well, guess what? God already came back. And the same way how they tell you the story, how they um, crucified Jesus, and they used the cross, they used the two pieces of steel to take the physical body of our Father, Almighty God of love. And so for those of you who are listening and don't have any knowledge or information about Almighty God of Law, look him up. Look him up. Real quickly, yes? for those that don't have information about the Father, you just told them they could look them up. For those that want to get a piece of that history, that historical moment that happened at the Apollo Theater, where can they get that DVD from? Okay. So the, the, the DVD is available. You know what I'm saying? I have it available. Um, it's the NOD 50th year anniversary DVD. Um, and, and not only does it have, um, the actual concert, you know, Erica Badu broke it down 
Big Daddy Kane broke it down. We have behind-the-scenes interviews. You know what I'm saying? It's highly informative. You know, you can contact me at bornking7a at gmail.com, you know, and I'll get you that copy. You know, you can get it. It's available. Um, I just want everybody to understand that when we do things, we do it because we have to free our people from persecution and 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 murder and mayhem because I am, my heart goes out to the family of uh, um, the young ladies that, that were just... Nia Wilson. Really assaulted in Oakland. Yeah, her name's you know, Nia Wilson. Yes, say her name, say her name, because these people are at war with us. And wake up. Wake up, people. Understand that the greatest power and force in this planet is God. And if you're a black man, if you don't know that you God, listen to what I'm saying. The black man is God. That's the truth. Understand that. So when you see the picture of the white Jesus, the three-in-one God concept of the Judeo-Christian religion, understand the same way he gave you the three-in-one God, he gave you three-in-one religion. He gave you Judaism, Christianity, and Islam. And they all are under the thumb of that Jewish man. All of them. Hmm. That's why they're Judea before they're Christian. The fact of the matter is, the black man is and has always been God. And always will not, be. They, they were not, those people were not enslaved. Those people were encaged. Understand the history. They were encaged for 2,000 years, which is why they built prison houses for our people. Because once they failed at taking Mecca the first time they came, they were visited with, with cannibalism and everything that took place during their 2,000 years in the case. There's a lot of information in history. I just want to share one, one other thing before I leave. All right, we got to make it Dr. quick. Go ahead. Muhammad, I just want to share this with, with, the, with the listenership. If you look at the Donahue show, you'll see me. I'm the young brother with the red jacket who stands up and takes the mic and says, peace to the gods and earth. And I, and I talk about how Brother Khalid is a true brother in the struggle. Right. And I walked with Khalid Muhammad all through Harlem. I opened up for Dr. Khalid Muhammad. You know what I'm saying? Friendship Baptist Church and in a couple of different places. And whoever has those DVDs, please come forward with them because you'll see me on the throne sitting next to Dr. Phil Valentine. And this is back. This was back in the 80s. OK, so I'm not new to this. I'm true to this. I've been public speaking out, making this knowledge born, letting the people know that the black man is God. And, and the reason why I keep saying that the black man is God, because that's where the power is, is when you understand that is it, that that is the power of God that changes the world, then you will then you will activate the power of God that exists within you, black man, so that your black woman is not brutally murdered on a train or on a plane or on the street. And you don't do something about it, because the same way that man took her life and when he was arrested. They didn't throw him to the ground, they didn't punch him in his mouth, they didn't do nothing to him. It's the same way we got to be when it comes to the protection of ours, because they protect the neg murderers. They murderers murder us and are protected by them because it's institutionalized racism. It's in every level. And I know we got to go, this time flies by too fast. Raheem, Shabazz, I thank you for giving me an opportunity to reach and teach and um, I feel that once again, that we could do this once again. But I appreciate you. And um, like I said, man, I salute you, man. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely, Born King. Um, we're going to continue this conversation. We're going to continue to have dialogues like this. And that's why I created Necessary Blackness Podcast. You will never, ever hear the open enemy publicly on this platform you may hear him on another platform that i might be involved in but on this one here this right here is called necessary blackness for a reason and we always going to speak truth to power because the truth is for everybody but everybody isn't for the truth and many shall come and a few should be chosen and the ones that are chosen are the ones that chosen themselves so born king man we got to continue to build. And also, man, just to let y'all know, um, we're talking behind the scenes. It's going to be me, Born King, 
uh, the brother Minister Justice Law, and probably a few other brothers, we're going to start going from city to city and doing lectures and doing tours and different things like that because now is the time more than ever that the people need to hear this knowledge. And I know Born King for over 20 years from back in the early, what was it, the 90s when we was, when we was over there on 135th. So nah, it, was, it was earlier than the 90s. It was like it was earlier. It was earlier than that, right? Man. And you speaking of you speaking of the 50th anniversary for you know, I, I'm I'm getting ready to be power cipher and where's the more years. So that's a monumental moment. And um we we got the time in the struggle, we got the history, we have the know-how, and we also have the force of the people. Uh Born King is well respected in all circles, and especially in the circle of the Nation of Guards and Earth. Um, for those that read the 5% newspaper, you are very familiar with his writing. And real quickly, Born King, because we have to go, we have to wrap it up. If anybody wants to get uh, back copies of the Nation of 5% newspaper or they want to sign up for a subscription. How can they get that? And tell everyone how can they contact you on social media. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so the five percent of newspaper is available. It's um twenty five dollars for the year subscription. Um, as I said earlier, just hit me at bornking seven a at gmail dot com. Um, I'm a ghost on social media. What that means is I'm there, but you don't know it. You understand me? Um, and everybody needs to just really be aware that those are instruments of the uh, alphabet boys, all of them. You know what I'm saying? The, the facial recognition software being used. Um, if you have a personal computer, uh, cover your camera. Um, really be aware of your enemy's techniques and counter them. Like have your own technique. And so there's nothing wrong with social media. I'm a ghost on social media. You understand? But I'm there. You know what I mean? So contact me via email and, 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 and let's build. Let's build. Because at the end of the day, my supreme mathematics is the language of the gods. And you know what I'm saying? We, we are holding America accountable to being the land of the free and the home of the brave enough to tell the truth without telling lies. And if they're not brave enough to tell the truth without telling lies, then we powerful enough to tell the truth and shut down their lies. And with that, I'm going to say pregnant earths activate children's existence. And that's peace. Peace and Black Power family, this is Raheem Shabazz of Necessary Blackness Podcast, and we just concluded the interview with Born King Allah. This was his first time on Necessary Blackness Podcast, but this this will not be his last time. Stay tuned, and you can reach us each and every Wednesday at 6 p.m. Make sure you go to our website. And make sure you get our merch. We have the Necessary Blackness podcast t-shirts. And also, if you don't have your copy of Elementary Genocide 1, 2, and 3, go to elementarygenocide.com and get you a copy. And this Thursday, I will be in Atlanta at doing a speaking engagement with Red Pill and Blue Pill. Uh, you can go on my website and find out more information about that this Sunday. I will be in Charlotte, North Carolina, and I'm going to be speaking at a church, and I'm going to be speaking on the school to prison pipeline. Make sure you come out to that. All that information is found on my website. So peace and black power family. I'll see you same time next week, same place. Peace. The gods must be crazy. I said the gods must be crazy. The gods must be crazy. They said the gods must be crazy. Cause I let my hair go wow. Looking like a nappy nigga, child. Black folks say cut that bush. Quicker than George Bush drugs get pushed. They want a nigga clean cut like the ancient Greeks. But the ancient Greeks were fucking freaks. I'm gonna let it go. Peace to the gods, peace to the earth.